from the Salvation Army National Headquarters, this is the Fight for Good podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Fight for Good podcast. I'm your host, Lieutenant Colonel Tim Foley. We are here once again in our temporary studios at National Headquarters in Alexandria, Virginia, our temporary offices of our producer, Elizabeth. Good morning. Good morning. Or good afternoon. Good afternoon. Or good evening. Hello. (laughs) People are listening to this at all different times of the day, we hope. It's timeless. To my left is our editorial director, Mr. Jeff McDonald. Good to see you again, sir. So good to be here. Another day to be thankful for. We are especially for this podcast. We are grateful every day you and I get most definitely we wake up and we're like, let's go at it again. We get presentable and get out and you know, really try to rock the world. We start walking. We start getting, we start, the walking blood and chewing starts gum. Mo- moving, <laughs> walking and chewing gum. And then, <laughs> then we travel here, uphill. Right. Right. That but kind of thing. That, yeah, but it's also good to have this podcast opportunity just to, you know, think about what's, what we're doing behind the scenes and extrapolate on all that's going on. And today's no exception. Today is a very, very special episode of the Fight for Good podcast. And we mean that because with us, we are so honored that the editor of Peer Magazine Woo-woo. is with us, Captain Pam Maynard. That's me. Hey, Colonel. Thank you for having me on the are, podcast we are, today. We are so glad that you're here. We have been trying. Finally. <laughs> we've been <laughs> trying to have this podcast for a long time. It's and true. We're, we're so thrilled that you're with us because- Thank you. Uh, Peer Magazine has celebrated what? Their first anniversary. Their first anniversary. It's very exciting. It's a big month. It it is so so awesome. I do have a question okay. for you. Though. Okay. Here's 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 my first Go question. For it. When are Jeff and I going to appear on the cover <laughs> of Peer <laughs> Magazine? Well, it, it um, why don't you like submit some photos <laughs> and then we'll take a vote from our online audience? How's that sound? Well, we, we, we wear a tie dye. I think we should submit <laughs> photos from us, uh, you know, when we were in the 70s, when, when we were good yeah. looking like all the, yeah. your, your, your covers. I love your covers. Thank you, What's Colonel. the concept behind your covers? Yeah, we really wanted the cover to kind of represent the name peer. So we're hoping that the cover will be representative to your peers and to the audience that we're trying to reach. So yeah, that's kind of, and uh, you'll notice a lot of them aren't very posed. It's just authentic, hopefully illustrating what just a typical teenager slash college student looks like and um, what might be going through their minds in their regular day to day. What's this journey been like for you this oh, past year? It's been so exciting. It really has been. Um, what an adventure. I think the first thing I would have to say is um, the timing was right for uh, the Salvation Army to venture into a new publication, a new youth publication, because the leadership um, everywhere from you know my my direct supervisor through to the general of the salvation army were incredibly supportive and um encouraging us to go ahead make a difference make a change if this is going to be for the kingdom of god then do it so it's been an incredibly exciting year and one that i will never forget so this this all kind of got into motion while i was out minding my business in san francisco i wasn't 
assigned to national headquarters. Mm. But Jeff, you were kind of around when this infant idea started. What and both of you can add to this. What what started this whole idea of putting uh, the former magazine, YS Magazine, kind of you halted production of, of that for a while. What mm. what what why why what what happened? What well, I, I think really. Captain Maynard seized the day. We were at the Evangelical Press Association and met with uh, Metalip, got to know Metalip designers. And uh, somehow you got motivated. And that's my question for you. Mm -hmm. What originally motivated you to think in terms of um, transforming the Army's youth publication, previously known as YS, Young Salvationist, Mm to uh, to peer I mean you really moved into that dramatically and it's a year celebration of peers publication but really there was two years of intense planning and preparation that preceded that Mm. so um, I'm just curious about that initial uh, inspiration that you had where'd that come from well, from the Lord. <laughs> That's always the right answer, right? <laughs> Duh. From the Lord. And you can't say next question, please. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, but I think, too, you know, um, as an officer, we get appointed to, you know, appointments and ministries that um, perhaps we've never done before. And being appointed to the publications department was an exciting venture for me, uh, something that I'd never done before, even though I was an English major. But um, I realized very quickly working in the publications department, wow, there is um, a constant deadline and it's a deadline-driven department and there wasn't much time, I felt, for me to just stop and assess the effectiveness of the publication that we were working so hard just to put um, in the hands of people. And I started feeling after a couple years like I was a hamster in a in a hamster wheel, Mm. you know, just going round and round and round, doing what I had to do to get the magazine in print and in the hands of its readers, and um, working very hard to make that happen. But I started to just assess, is it as effective as it could be? Um, And all the time and the um, energy that's consuming our team, um, we need to just pause, we need to, it's time to get off that hamster wheel and really assess, is this working? Is this the best that it can be? And um, that was already kind of an idea that was brewing like a good cup of coffee in my mind mm. and just kind of thinking, wow, when will the day come that we could get off the wheel because it just seems impossible? And that was, as you mentioned, at, at the Evangelical Press Association where Medleap Creative presented a workshop on redesigning publications. And I just thought this is the moment. Yeah, and also you really ch- you changed the whole uh, mission of the publication yes. where before it was more of an internal Salvation Army publication that's correct you really you know made it up much broader in scope mm. uh, yes. why was that I think to be true to our Salvationist mission which is as I envision it a church with open doors that our prior publication um, definitely had a beautiful purpose and a beautiful mission to build the Salvationist, to build those young people who are within the Salvation Army. Even the name, Young Salvationist, spoke true to that. 
But I thought, could we open the door to just embrace young people outside of the Salvation Army, not negating the Salvationists. This is still for young people within the Salvation Army, but be a publication that the title could be understood by people outside of the Salvation Army and a publication that young people would be, feel proud of to go to their high school or their college and say, hey, this is a Salvation Army publication. It's produced by my church. You want to check it out? The thing that cracks me up is, you know, uh, people say to me, like, I, I, I don't get that magazine. You know, I don't I don't mm. understand it. And I have to remind people politely, you know, if you're above the age 30, it's really not for you. Sure. I mean, tell us a little bit about your target audience. Uh, target audience are 16 to 22 year olds. That's a portion of Generation Z. Um, one of the advice that uh, um, Medleap gave us was to really narrow our audience, reaching too wide of a demographic, which YS really was. It was 14 to um, 28. And that was um, <laughs> trying to reach both Generation Z and Millennial. Yeah. And when, if you just Google differences between Millennial and Gen Z, um, wow, it's two separate generations. And we realized, wow, we really need to target and zone in a little bit onto Gen Z. And national publications with all of our arms and streams that we, mm -hmm. different things that we have, I mean, we're, we're basically um, kind of breathing, breathing and writing into five living generations right now, mm. kind of across the board. But uh, there's, there's a particular look that the Zers like. It, and what is that look? Mm. Well, I'm not part of Generation Z, unfortunately. <laughs> but I try. I um, speak to a lot of Gen Zs and uh, read a lot of books and do a lot of research. From what I've learned, um, authenticity is key. So, um, you know, with the millennial, um, Medleep actually shared this with us, like millennials will go through their selfies, you know, on their phone, and they'll pick the one that they look the best in and then post that. Gen Z are much more comfortable just posting the picture where they're in their pajamas or their hair standing up straight or they might not be as put together, but it's real. It's who they are. It's authentic. So they're comfortable with that. Well, that's good because I think we have old Polaroid pictures we can give. Of, of <laughs> yeah, with jagged like. edges. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. That, that kind of a little thing. stained, but, but, mm. but that's a good point about the authenticity of that generation. And um, they also, I know, are uh, action-oriented. They'd like to see... Uh, statements about faith and Christianity backed up with action. That's right. Yeah, and also, I, and also, I think Army has such a, a relevant message for our world, mm. whether it be a culture or a demographic, an age group. And I think you're trying to use peer to be true to that message. Absolutely. Yeah, and to show, I think, this generation that. Um, the Salvation Army is a church that you're welcome to to be a part of. If not as a member, why don't you, f uh, this is a way to find out what the Salvation Army is doing in your community and around the world, which is one of the reasons we uh, created an events page on the website, where at peermag.org slash events, you can check out every youth event that's happening um, in every division and territory across the United States of America, um, and that's by state. Because uh, we want to show uh, young people that the Salvation Army uh, is alive, um, we're, we're a church in action, 
and we are embracing young people in ministry and we believe that young people are not the leaders of tomorrow they're the leaders of today mm -hmm. and god can use them very powerfully in their mission field right now today to lead people to jesus yeah another twist about peer magazine is that the digital you made the decision digital was going to drive your magazine yes. and not the print the yeah. print is kind of I don't want to say the afterthought. Mm. Talk a little bit about your digital presence and how that's grown. Yeah, so we, um, in the midst of redesigning print, we had to redesign the website and then develop the website. So we, we uh, really used Medleap as well to design the website because we wanted the look to be congruent to the print publication. We designed it cell phone first. So we wanted the website to be very usable and cell phone friendly because we knew that's where Gen Zers are going to be, how they're going to be accessing the website. And our goal is to provide um, online exclusive content. So we do provide a lot of videos every month um, on video game reviews or uh, guest writers who are write, write an article in the publication. They also provide a video with additional content and give a shout out to Pierre. Um, so. We do that with um, the guests that we interview. We just interviewed Crowder, and he was so gracious. He provided a really cool video um, for Pierre and did a shout-out to us. So uh, we do try and provide, um, you know, additional content and web um, – sorry, uh, video content that listeners can really engage in on the website. We should point out, too, that really Pierre has a unique niche in the communications publishing world in that there's not many publications who are addressing Gen Z – from a state position of faith mm -hmm. and Christian Christian life. I think the challenge too for us is there are uh, some female uh, publications mm -hmm. uh, for Gen Z, but none that are unisex. And so I think that's the Salvation Army is almost, you know, traveling on uncharted territory mm -hmm. there. It's never been done before to try and attract both the male and the female in a publication that's online and in print. So it's an exciting venture. It's risky too, because you you know that at times there'll be uh, kids that will leave posts that, that are, it, uh, sometimes it's a crying out, some of them that are very depressed or even having suicide Absolutely. thinking, or yes. they're wrestling with orientation issues mm -hmm. and all kinds of different yes. things. And you are so gracious in not shutting that down, but allowing them. I like one of the features that you have is ask the officer or, mm, or, yes. or what are some of those kind of questions that come in that are kind of unique and challenging? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, we have a, a page where young people can submit questions to ask an officer to answer. Um, some questions have been, you know, um, I don't know what my passion is in life. Uh, how do I discover what what to pursue, you know, or or questions about pornography, or questions about how do I know if I'm an officer, if I'm called to be an officer, how do I know this is the one that I'm dating, <laughs> you know? Um, but I think you're right, Colonel. I think uh, just really engaging the reader in a conversation is really the heart behind why we reestablished our mission statement. The mission statement says to ignite a faith conversation. We want to ignite it. The, the vision comes of, you know, the image of just, um, you know, fire brewing. We want to encourage young people, talk to us. Wherever you are in your faith, whatever you're struggling with, whatever you're um, just wrestling with or want to ask questions about, we, we want to talk about that. We want to be the peer, the companion that you can, you know, come to and, um, and engage with. It doesn't 
for us on, on I don't want to say the adult publications, but you know, from War Cry and, and from Crest Books, we're looking at what you're doing. The innovation is fantastic mm. and we're supporting Thanks, it. Colonel. And it's allowing us the opportunity to do things like this podcast and other things with our our publications. I'm looking to peer for the future writers, mm. future future folks that will be taking our spots sure. you know yeah and and speaking to you know the generations that come after them well captain pam we're we're so excited about peer magazine and and we are grateful to the lord for your creativity your your vision mm-hmm. uh your persistence uh i've i've appreciated working alongside you and and watching almost painstakingly uh, how you brought this, you gave this magazine birth. I know it took a lot out of you. At the same time, you're a very busy mom with three very beautiful and busy children and, <laughs> and a, you're married to a brilliant uh, man, uh, mm-hmm. Captain Keith. Nice. And uh, we, we just say congratulations. Yeah. And we're, so much. Yeah, we're, and you've expanded the reach of your magazine and you've created a whole network of contributors, writers, artists, which is really exciting as well. Thank you so much. And and I guess we're both still honored that you, you give us the cop you know the the copy to edit or look at before it goes. Oh, and I look Are at it kidding? and go, it, no, it, it looks good to no, me. No, wait. I just you know I give God all the glory. You know He really does, and it has been such an exciting venture. And I've learned so much through the process. So I'm really grateful that God appointed me here at this time. You know, for such a time as this, to really see this through and be able to dream and have the freedom to dream. So I'm really thankful. Well, and it's it's one of these things that uh, sometimes as officers, we, we don't get these unique privileges, but you'll look back and go, man, you, so you hang your hat on, on that particular mm. season in your life. Yeah. And I have a couple in my past that just says, you know what, this really confirms what God is, <laughs> God is working yeah. uh, in, yeah, in all of this. That's the whole... That's the whole nut right there. Yeah. So Trey Bien on all you've done. I have to ask though, what do you, what do you see as goals for the future of Peer? Mm. Do you have any in mind? I think looking to the future, I just pray that Peer would continue to be relevant to the generation, not lose touch. Generations change. You know, every year they're yeah. phasing out to the next generation, and trends change, and you almost can't define a young person by the generational traits that are found on Google, you know? Um, Every person's individual, but I know this, that the word of God is timeless Mm. and it's relevant across all ages. Mm. And so my goal is just for um, the creators of Peer who's writing the content, the dream behind it, to just stay true to the word of God because he will relate his message in the way that it needs to relate and um, to keep um, you know, close to the heart of God. We encourage our readers to go to peermag.org and check out Peer Magazine so you know what we're talking about. You can pick the Peer Magazine up at uh, any Salvation Army Center. Uh, I've seen them all over the place. I've seen them in ARCs. Colleges. And, coll- and we, we, uh, we actually go to many colleges. 56 right now. And that's our goal to get in more this year. And some of those are not Christian colleges. Oh, yes, too. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we want to get this in the hands of of non-believers as well. Is there anything else you want to share with our listeners? I think I would probably just share that um, I was doing some research on the history of youth publications in the Salvation Army, and it started 139 years ago, which is a lot older than any of us in this room. (laughs) 
But uh, I think that's kind of exciting. And even the story of how it started, uh, we have a video of that on our website. But the, the first editor of the very first publication, The Little Soldier, his name was Captain John Roberts. And after he wrote the very, his first article for the first publication, it was actually in this month, January the 17th, but it was 1881. And he said, God, give me wisdom and may the little soldier bring thousands into the light. Mm. And when I read that, my heart just kind of just skipped a beat. And I thought, that's why we're doing this. You know, and so I, I just pray that for Pierre, that God would use us to bring thousands into the light. I, I have a personal mantra that I've been saying that I, I feel like it's a, a revelation the Lord gave me several years ago, and it, it's basically the three eyes, and, and it's, it's imagine, it's innovate, and it's inspire. And I really think that those are some of the foundations that the Salvation Army was built on. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we were built on the Word of God and salvation through Jesus alone. Yeah. But we are tasked in this day and age to continue that legacy. Yes. It just doesn't happen. And I'm hoping and praying that your readers of Peer Magazine, contributors, because you have some lovely people that are mm. uh, just writing oh, yes. and sharing their hearts. Yes. I mean, my daughter was going through incredible amounts of trauma, and you gave her an opportunity to share. That meant the world to her. We want to continue to see Peer be a platform where young people can grow, yes. and they can express, and, and then they can take that that mantle of responsibility and leadership that is theirs now. That's right. Uh, it's, it, it's theirs now and to mm. do something with it and to come alongside as, you know, old timers like Jeff and I kind of hold the baton loosely and say, you know, now it's your turn. Yes. Um, so we're, we're grateful that you uh, are, are carrying on that legacy of, mm. of bringing the light and bringing love uh, to people. And Amen. we're just so proud. Thank you, Colonel. So thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us today. See? It's pretty. It's pretty it was painless. So much fun. So much fun. <laughs> Thank you for the opportunity. Now you know why we're laughing and we're doing all this stuff. Uh, but pretty know, soon you won't hear us anymore because we're going to move to our new studios. Hopefully, real soon, right, producer Elizabeth? I am so excited to move to the studio. Yeah. But I'm going to miss you in my office. Yeah. Well, we'll oh, come in and yell you. at you about some other Thanks. things. Thanks. I thought we were rather refined today. I know. In comparison to I our agree. other. Yeah. Well, but I think it's our guest. Yeah. I think yeah, Captain Maynard brings right. makes us professional yeah, and makes right. us act like adults. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, with that, we're going to bring this uh, wonderful, fun episode of the Fight for Good podcast to a conclusion. We want to remind you to subscribe to Fight for Good wherever you listen to podcasts, and don't forget to follow the War Cry and Peer Magazine on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. Looking at Elizabeth, is there something else we can follow us on? Is there some new social media that's just been created in the last nanosecond? Nothing. No. Nothing. <laughs> okay. So we'll just stay, we'll just stay there. <laughs> well, until next time, this has been the Fight for Good podcast. We're wishing you all the best, and God bless you. And read Peer Magazine. Subscribe to Fight for Good wherever you listen to podcasts.